Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. I just want to just look around and say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers in the house. I am so proud to be part of being a mother. So y'all ready to worship this morning? Y'all come in with praise on your lips, hands clapping, heart filled to give unto God his, his honor. His praise. He's worthy of it. Okay. I'm trying to contain myself here. I know I get up here. I get so excited. I was say I was glad when they said unto me, Come into the house of the Lord. Come into the house of the Lord. Giving him praise, honor, and glory. Because he's more than worthy to be praised. Glory to his name. Let us pray. Can we please stand to our feet? Can we please stand on the, the, the feet, the, the, the knees, the, the legs that he has strengthened us with? Hallelujah. Father God, we're here. You know that was my favorite word. I'm here. I'm here, Lord God, because I've heard your voice, Lord. And we have, Lord God, want to answer, Lord God, back unto you, just like the angel said, holy, 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 back and forth. Lord God, we say holy. Holy is your name. God, we thank you. We're thanking for another day, Lord God. You gave us strength in our bodies, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, you answer our prayers, Lord God. And we want to come here and bless your name, Lord God. So I ask you, Lord God, take control, Lord God, in the house. Send fire down, Lord God. Send the angels to help us to praise you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, fill this place with your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Touch the musicians, Lord God. Touch, Lord God, Mountain Media. Touch the choir, Lord God. Touch, Lord, in the name of Jesus, the ushers, that everybody will be in their place, Lord God, to hear a word from on high that will change lives, that your people will be delivered, that people's lives, Lord God, will be saved in the name of Jesus here in this house and out there, Lord God, on the internet. Lord God, fill us afresh, Lord God, that we can continue to run this race. It's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Hallelujah. Have your way in this place. Throw your weight around, Lord God. Hear, answer, and deliver once again, Lord God. We get strength to run this race. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah and amen.
if you're here and you're breathing would you give God some kind of praise he is worthy what a mighty mighty God we serve what an able God we serve come on let's enter into his gates with thanksgiving we enter into his courts with praise we are thankful unto him and we bless his holy name exceedingly abundantly above all all you could ask or think according to the power that worketh in you in you you know this part it goes God is able to do just what he said he would do he's gonna fulfill every promise to you don't give up on God he won't give up on you he's able come on sing that with me God is able to do God is able to do just what He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God. Cause He won't give up on you. He's able. Sing it again. He's able. He's able. Oh, come on to see. God is able to sing. God is able to do just what he said. He's gonna fulfill every promise. So don't give up on God. Because he won't give up on you. He's able. Yes, he is. Sing it again. He's able. Do you know it? Come on, say this. Oh, oh, oh he's able. You sing. again oh, oh, oh. one more time oh. that's it come on saints declare it sing he's able he's able he's able he's able he's able he's able He's able, 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 he's able. 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 
He's able. He's able. He's able. He may not deliver, but I know he's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. Yes, he's able. Nothing too hard for God, nothing too big for God. We sing, oh, oh. There's nothing too much for God. Sing it again, oh. Come on, declare it one more time. Sing, He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. I know he's able. I know he's able. I know he's able. I know he's able. I've tried him and I know him. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. Don't give up on God. Because he won't give up on you. Don't give up on God. You've come too far to turn around. Don't give up on God. Because he won't give up on you. He's able. Hallelujah. Would you give him praise like you know he's able? Just because he's God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb. You may be seated. There is nothing too hard for our God. Welcome those who are here in the sanctuary. We're so glad that you've chosen to worship with us. We don't take it lightly. We don't take it for granted. Especially those who are visiting who don't consider themselves a, a part of the Mount Calvary family officially. If that is you, if you are visiting with us, if you don't mind, would you stand? We want to see who you are and where you are. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Mount Calvary, make them feel welcome, would you? Come on, sing to them. We welcome you into my Calvary, this house of worship. So glad you came. Let's thank God we're here from far and near. The Lord has and with the love of Christ, we are transforming. We're transforming lives. That's what we're about. Revealing the glory of God's kingdom. Here's how we're doing it through the power of Jesus, through love, with diversity, with excellence, prayer and integrity. 
Let me make just a few observations before we continue in our worship experience. I have been asking for a few weeks that we would bring something extra uh, for the United Negro College Fund. Hopefully uh, you remember to do that today when Minister Stephanie comes with the offering. Um, she will tell you how to, how to do that. Uh, if you are giving on Givelify, there is an envelope on there that is marked UNCF, that is for the United Negro College Fund. We as a church want to help uh, to get people into and through uh, college and university. And uh, we want to be as big a blessing as we can. Let me pull it up. This Wednesday at Day Air Ballpark, uh, that used to be Fifth Third Field where the Dragons play downtown. This Wednesday, there is a youth job fair. Your young person looking for a job for the summer, uh, have them there this Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, this Wednesday at Day Air Ballpark, uh, and this is being sponsored by uh, the county. All right. Um, if you go to the county website, you can find more information there if you need it, the Montgomery County website. Uh, but I did want to make you aware of that. Ms. Uh, Minister Pate sent that to me. I appreciate her doing that. We do have a couple of cards of thanks. Pastor Sam, Lady Chanel, and Mount Calvary family, thank you so much for your support and participation in the walk to end epilepsy. I appreciate you all. This comes from Dr. Crystal Hagens, uh, who is uh, the, um, the director of the Epilepsy Foundation Ohio. And, uh, and there were several of us yesterday morning uh, who went to the walk, uh, who walked in the name of Mount Calvary Church, thank you all so much for your participation and for raising money and for helping to make that a success. Thank you, Mount Calvary Nation. There is a card of thanks from Miss Sophia Pate and her family. Uh, they thank us so much for our prayers, our support uh, in the healing process. Uh, if, you if you recall, um, her baby passed um, a, a few weeks ago, and, uh, and she thanks us and loves the Mount Calvary Nation for all of our support. Uh, we do also have a card of thanks from uh, Johnny and Brenda Faison and Diane McCoy um, and Alan and Mary Hines, uh, the family of Sister Marguerite Lawson. There are not enough words to fully express our heartfelt thanks for the sympathy, the love, and support you extended to our family during this difficult time. Certainly, let's keep the Lawson families in our prayers. Uh, would you also keep Brother Charles Oliver, our bassist, our bass player? Um, he is not here today. He had a procedure this week. Uh, and would you pray for him, pray for his healing? Uh, I would appreciate it. Just a reminder that we are in the midst of 40 days of fasting and praying. 
we are we are pushing back from the table we are saying to our flesh flesh be quiet i'm trying to hear the lord right our theme for this year's uh consecration leading up to holy convocation on on pentecost sunday is our eyes are on you um, I'll explain more about that later, but um, we want to seek the face of God. We want to seek his face during this time. If you started and you have fallen off, it's not too late. Don't be defeated. Jump back on. Uh, we still have a whole lot more time to go. <laughs> um, you, can, you still have time to join us on the fast. We, what we asked was that you would pray and seek the Lord as to what food item or items uh, you should give up and, um, and go from there, all right? There is a booklet that the ushers may have a few left. Um, it is also on the church's website. If you go to the church's website, click where it says Holy Convocation, and there should be a drop-down menu, and you can either print it off or you can look at it online. It's just scriptures for each of the 40 days to help guide our praying as we seek the face of God. Good. We do have a baby to bless today. Where is baby Kamari? Kamari? The, tell me how to say it. Kamari. All right. Let me have baby Kamari and his parents. Come on, Minister Stephanie. Jesus lifted up his eyes and saw the woman and the children and said, who are those with thee? And he said, the children which God has graciously given thy servant. Then the handmaidens, pardon me, I misread, pardon me. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. That's what I want. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them but when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. Let us pray. Dear God, we present to thee this child as a gift from these parents who have in gratitude, having received him from thee, 
now give him back to thee. We are mindful this day how that Jesus called the little ones as lambs to his fold. We know something of the cravings in the heart of a child. Its innocence is a cry for purity. Its weakness is a cry for strength. Its helplessness is a cry for protection. And its heart is a great plea for love. Lord, grant that as he grows, he will grow in wisdom and your favor. Preserve him when danger threatens the cessation of infancy and childhood. Undergird and strengthen him to accept you as his personal savior through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let the church say amen. amen. Dearly beloved, you are privileged to witness the coming of these parents to dedicate their child to the gracious and loving care and keeping of God our Father and Christ our Savior. God grant that we who are gathered today in worship shall earnestly assume with these parents the responsibility for this child's Christian training in as much as all of us will exercise influence upon the child in some way. If you, the members of this church and community, are willing to do so, we ask you to pray for this child, that he might be led in his years of personal accountability to hate that which is evil and cling to that which is good. Parents, as you present your child for dedication to God, we ask you, are you willing to rededicate yourselves to the maintenance of a Christian home where Christ is honored and where the word of God is held in reverence so that he may, on his own free choice, confess his faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and accept him as his personal savior? If so, answer we do. Because you recognize the spiritual, physical, and moral responsibilities of parenthood and your dependence upon God for strength and wisdom to faithfully discharge the duties of parents, do you now present your child in dedication to God, seeking divine guidance for his life? If so, answer we do. And what is the full name of this precious child? Kamari Paul Milliner. All right. Hello, Kamari Paul Milliner. Can I lay my hands on you, sir? <laughs> Kamari Paul Milliner, I dedicate you this day in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Having heard the vows of these parents, we earnestly believe they will strive by precept and example using the many agencies of the church to train Kamari in love toward God and in the knowledge of his son, Jesus Christ. We therefore commend Kamari to the gracious keeping of God. He will not remember this day. So as Christ's minister, I ask you, parents, grand, great-grands, church family, tell him, tell him early in life of the vows and prayers that were made for him this day. 
let us pray oh God our father we praise and thank thee for children for their simple mindedness their spirit of wonder their unexpectedness their affection their appreciation of beauty and the goodness of life for the reverence of children among the roughest men and women for the wise love of parents and for all homes where children grow up loving what is fair and good we thank you Lord let your blessings be upon this child and guide these parents we pray by thy light and thy truth that they may perform their duty toward this child may they not become discouraged or careless in a task which may sometimes seem too hard for them alone give counsel to these parents as they seek to train and teach their child in the ways of the Lord and how to be productive in life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Let, it, let the church say amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. We do have something for you here. So that you all will remember this day and bring it back to his memory. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, man. Let's thank God for these precious child and parents. All right, it's a new month, and we have a new hymn for this month. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. If you're able, would you stand and let's sing it together. The words will be here on the screen. And sing it out like you know it's the truth. Play it again, play it through again so they can get the words up here. There we go. All right, let's sing together. Here we go. What a friend. Sin and griefs to bear. What a privilege! A privilege to carry everything. Oh, what peace we often forfeit! Oh, what peace we often. Oh, what needless pain we bear Less pain we bear All because we do not care Everything Verse 2 Have we trials and
Jesus knows our every week. Verse 3. On. Y'all don't have another verse? Stop. You only have two verses? That's all you got? Okay, then that's all we're singing today. <laughs> with, there's no need for us to stand here and fumble through without words. Uh, next week, y'all learn the first two verses. All right? And then we'll have the third verse up for you on the screen. How about that? All right, good. Y'all can be seated for a minute. Listen, what we're not going to do at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church is butcher hymns. <laughs> All right. God bless you. Thank you. And thank you, Mountain Media. There are some who have uh, joined the Mount Calvary Church recently and who have... Um, who have recently completed new member orientation if you are here would you stand when i call your name we have something for you tanise williams is tanise here what about ray knight yes sir here's how the certificate reads Church membership certificate presented to Ray Knight in, successful com in recognition of his successful completion of the prescribed requirements for full membership in the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church that entitles him to all rights, benefits, and privileges of this fellowship this eighth day of May 2022. God bless you, sir, and welcome. Welcome officially. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are going to Luke chapter 7, if you would turn there. The choir is about to come and minister. But we are going to Luke chapter 7. That's where we're studying today. Come on, choir.
that your testimony I'm here today because God he wouldn't let go if that's your testimony why don't you clap your hands and tell him thank you hallelujah Luke chapter 7, Luke chapter 7. We are starting at verse 11. I am reading from the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures. And here's how it reads. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain. 
and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her and said, Don't cry. Then he went up and touched the bier they were carrying him on, and the bearers stood still. He said, Young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk and Jesus gave him back to his mother. Verses 11 through 15 of, of Luke chapter 7, you may be seated. I was reflecting, thinking back, considering in just a few months I will have been pastoring this great congregation for 18 years. That means that means for 17 Mother's Days I have sermons already. And I went back and looked at some of the Mother's Day sermons that I have preached 17 of them and discovered that together we have studied some powerful mothers we have studied some powerful women in the word of God we have looked at Sarah you all know Sarah the wife of Abraham or Abraham who was childless for so long and the Lord made her husband and her a promise that they would have a child and then she had to wait for 25 more years. We have studied Hagar, that beautiful Egyptian handmaiden of Sarah's when God was taking too long to fulfill his promise. Sarah said to her husband, just sleep with my maid, Hagar. Let her give you an heir, you remember. And so Abraham, being the good husband that he is, why are y'all laughing? He obliged and he gets Hagar pregnant and then Sarah's feelings started to change about the whole situation. And eventually after God gave Abraham a son by Sarah, one day Sarah caught Hagar's boy making fun of Isaac, her boy, and she told Abraham, that woman's got to go. We have looked at Hannah, who prayed for a son, and God gave her Samuel, and she gave him back to the Lord. We've looked at Elizabeth, who was old and barren, uh, who gave birth to John the Baptist. There was the Syrophoenician woman, you all remember her, whose daughter had an unclean spirit and she went to Jesus and Jesus said it's not right to take the children's bread and give it to dogs 
And she said, truth, truth, Lord. But even the dogs get to eat the crumbs under the table. But there is a mother in the word of God that I have never preached about. This woman that only Luke records. This grieving mother. This sad mother. And today, we want to take a look for a little while at this mother as we preach from the simple subject a mourning mother a mourning mother this woman is intriguing to me because she doesn't ask Jesus for anything as a matter of fact, there is no record of her saying a word. Nevertheless, somehow, by the end of the story, she ends up with a living son, and he ends up with all the praise. Let's take a look, because there are, I believe, three things present that will teach us some things about life if we'll let them, and I won't be before you long, at least that's not my plan, and then you can go and enjoy your Sunday Mother's Day brunch or lunch or dinner. First of all, Luke presents us with what I would call an awful situation. That's number one. And I don't, it is awful. I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, look at what's going on here. As Jesus is approaching the town of Nain, as he gets close to the gate, there is a dead person being brought out of the city, presumably on its way to be buried outside of the city. Not just any dead person, though. The Bible says he is the only son of a woman. And that would be bad enough. I've got to tell you, I cannot imagine the pain of having to bury a child. I cannot fathom the depths of sadness and grief and despair of losing a child. That's just awful. But this is not just a child. The Bible says it's her only son. And not only is it her only son, but it is the only son of a widow. The situation is awful. Her husband is dead. And she has lived through that. But at least in living through that, she had a son who could take care of her. She had become her son's responsibility after her husband died. She could rely on him to provide for her, to care for her, to protect her, to cover her. But now, 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 only now, her only son, presumably her only source of income, her protection, her provision is gone. And she is on her way to bury her only son. I don't know any other word to describe that than awful I wonder have you ever been in that type of situation or maybe you've you've never been a mother who's going to bury her son but you have been in some situations that could only be described as awful 
Have you ever been in some situations where what you thought would take care of you is gone? Have you ever been in some circumstances where what you were depending on is no longer available? I do wonder, is there anybody in here who has ever had a situation that was just impossible? I wonder, is there anyone online who has ever been there where all the hope was gone and there was no light at the end of the tunnel and you couldn't see a silver lining in the cloud and it looked like God had taken the very thing that he gave you? Well, there is a dichotomy here. There is an ironic undertone in this seemingly awful situation. Yes, the situation is bad. The, the case is difficult. The circumstance is challenging. But I would like to point out the duality of what's going on here. And I say duality because there are a couple of things present that I need to point out. There is a duality present that points to hope. I see a couple things in this scenario that you may not be aware of, but they're there. You see, verse 12 says there is a son. But I'm not going to lie to you. I see two sons. One is the only son of his mother. But the other is the only begotten son of his father. I see two sons. One whose father is dead but the other whose father gave life to all. I see two sons. One who is dead but on his way back to life. But the other who is alive but on his way to an old rugged cross to die for the sins of the whole world I see two sons one who can't speak because there is no life in him but the other one John said in him was life and that life was the light of men I see two sons one with a crowd of mourners the other with a crowd of worshipers Jesus is there and my brothers and sisters that's good news because Jesus is there her situation may be awful but it's not hopeless because she may have an awful situation but thank God, also present is a merciful Savior. That's our second point this morning. We see a merciful Savior. At just the right place, at just the right time, Jesus, the Son of God, encounters the only Son of this woman and something good is about to happen. The Bible indicates a few things here that are worth noting. First of all, verse 13 says, when the Lord saw her. Stop right there. I must point out that there is no indication at all that the woman 
saw Jesus. There is nothing in the scripture that suggests that she saw him. Now we don't know why. Perhaps she couldn't see him because of the grief. Grief can make it difficult to see the Lord. Are y'all going to come with me? I don't know if you've ever been there where the loss, the feeling of emptiness, the feeling of despair, and sometimes anger and even hopelessness can make it difficult to see how God could be anywhere close to the mess that you're going through. I know you're saved. I know you're sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost and a mighty burning fire. But if the truth be told, sometimes grief can make it hard to see Jesus. Maybe it's the grief. Or maybe it's the crowd. Because the Bible said not only was there a crowd around Jesus, but there was a crowd around her. Maybe there are so many people around her that she can't see him. Maybe the crowd is so thick that it makes it hard to see Jesus. I'm not trying to cause any trouble today. But let me suggest that part of the reason that you may not be able to see Jesus in your situation might be because your crowd is too thick. There just might be too many people around you. There might be too many voices for you to listen to. I'm just suggesting that there may be too many well-meaning but powerless spectators in your corner who can't do anything for your situation but comfort you in it but have no power to get you out of it. I don't mean to cause any harm but there may be too many people around you to see Jesus. At any rate, whatever the cause, there is no indication that she sees Jesus. But the good news is that even though she can't see Jesus, I'm trying to contain myself, Jesus sees her would y'all help me preach this today and tell somebody even if you can't see him mm. he sees you <laughs> turn and tell somebody else even if you can't see him even if even if you don't, you've been wondering if he's there. You can't see Jesus nowhere in this mess. You thought if he was there, he would have got you out by now. You thought if he was there, he'd make it feel better by now. But I've got news for you. Even if you can't see him, he sees you. 
that's a merciful savior <laughs> every tear you cry he sees it every sleepless night he sees it every broken dream he sees it every sigh of desperation he sees it why should I feel discouraged and why should the shadows come why should my heart feel lonely and long for heaven and home when Jesus is my portion a constant friend is he his eye is on the sparrow and I know I know he watches I know he sees me <laughs> That's a merciful savior. That's That's a merciful compassionate Savior. The Bible says when he saw her, his heart went out to her. He had compassion on her. He was moved. It mattered to him. And I want to tell you today, not only does he see you, but he is moved by what he sees. Y'all know what Hebrews 4.15 says? We don't have a high priest who can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He has compassion for her. He, he speaks to her. She didn't pray. She didn't ask him, bring my son back. But he sees her has compassion on her and speaks to her. Is there anybody who's grateful that even when you couldn't open your mouth to utter a word I know when you can you should pray when you can you should talk to him but there are some heavinesses that are so heavy that you can't even open your mouth but I thank God that when I'm at my lowest and cannot even open my mouth he sees me he has compassion on me and he speaks to me <laughs> he speaks to her and he says don't cry. Wait. Oh, wow. Jesus. Jesus, you just lost me. He says to her, don't cry. One of the things I tell people not to say to grieving people is don't cry. The ministers can tell you if any of them ever want to get in some trouble with this pastor just let me hear you telling somebody who is grieving not to cry 
why on earth would you tell somebody not to cry when they are on their way to bury their only son if ever there was a time to cry if ever there was a moment, a circumstance when crying would be considered acceptable, it's this situation right here. And yet, Jesus, full of compassion, moved by mercy, says to this grieving widow and mother, don't cry. Why would Jesus give such a ridiculous sounding command to this woman there's got to be a reason well I'm convinced that he is speaking to her now but he is about to speak to her situation the fact that he's speaking to her now indicates that he's about to speak to her circumstance and because he's about to speak to her situation he can tell her now don't cry um help me out reverend all right let me see if i can come closer let me remind you that i as a preacher of the gospel it is my responsibility to speak to you prophetically. I am not just up here to give a good speech. It is my assignment to preach the word of God. To speak what thus saith the Lord. To speak to you on behalf of a compassionate savior and if the principle holds y'all stay with me then the fact that he is speaking to you now through his servant just might be an indication that he's about to speak to your circumstance I cannot preach this like I feel it and I need your help please tell somebody if he's speaking to you now that might mean that he's about to speak to your circumstance I don't know what dead situation is in your life but since he has seen you since he has compassion for you since he is speaking to you the implication is that he's about to speak to your situation <laughs> so I only have two words for you <laughs> don't cry Jesus is here don't cry he's about to speak to your situation and can I tell you something when he speaks <laughs> he brings life where there was only death when he speaks he brings joy where there was only sorrow when he speaks he brings peace where there was a storm when he speaks he 
brings prosperity where there was lack. When he speaks, he brings wisdom where there was foolishness. When he speaks, he brings healing where there was sickness. When he speaks, he brings victory where there was defeat. When he speaks, he brings hope where there was despair. When he says don't cry, he's not speaking into her now. He's speaking into her about to be. I'm so sorry. I promise I won't ask you to help me this much for another couple weeks. But I just feel like somebody closer will hear it from you better than they'll hear it from me and so I need you to take on that prophetic anointing right now and look at somebody in their eyes and tell them don't cry I'm not speaking to your now I'm speaking to your what's about to be don't cry I'm not speaking to what is I'm speaking to what can be don't cry I'm done. Yes, there is an awful situation. Yes, we see a merciful Savior. But then finally, thank God he is, number three, a powerful sovereign. The Bible says he went up and touch the beer that's that's the platform that the body was lying on and the pallbearers stood still and he said young man i say to you get up and the bible says the young man sat up and began to speak and jesus gave him back to his mother that's a powerful sovereign that's our king who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think that's a powerful sovereign that's our king who has all power in his hands that's a powerful sovereign that's our king who can heal the sick and who can raise the dead that's a powerful sovereign that's our king who hung the sun in space and flung the stars out to shine in their silvery sockets that's a powerful sovereign that's our king who scooped out the oceans and who raised up the mountains that's a powerful sovereign that's our king who put the heat in fire who put the wet in water that's our king who put the song in the bird who put the meow in the cat 
that's our king who put the bark in the dog who put the stink in the skunk that's our king what's your point reverend here it is if he can do all that if he can heal the sick if he can raise the dead if he can create a whole world then he can handle what's been handling you that's our sovereign that's our king who went to calvary you knew i was going here who hung blood and died for your sins and mine who was buried in a borrowed tomb but early on sunday morning he got up from the grave and said all power is given to me he got up with power because he went down with power power was his from the very beginning all power and if he's got all power that means the devil doesn't have any death doesn't have any hell doesn't have any because it all belongs to him and i declare to you by the authority of jesus the christ don't cry because something's about to happen and you're about to see the power of the living god if you know i'm talking to you clap your hands and tell the lord thank you tell him thank you tell him thank you tell him thank you tell him thank you he's power to the powerless he's hope to the hopeless he's a friend to the friendless he's a mother to the motherless he's a father to the fatherless that's our king that's our powerful potentate he is our powerful god our powerful sovereign if you can have it god can heal it if you're in it god can get you out of it i've come to tell you it's not too late it's not too late it's not too late it's not too late hallelujah 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 it's not too late the lord says it's not too late i know you already gave up hope i know you already had the funeral for it i know you already made up in your mind that this is just the way it's gonna be but god sent me to tell you it's not too late now your neighbor your neighbor is waiting on you to say it your neighbor is waiting on you to prophesy so if you would just do me this favor 
and look them in I know you can't touch nobody but just look them in the eye and like a Baptist preacher say it like this it's not too late you're on your way to the cemetery it's not too late you gave up asking but it's not too late I know you can't even see Jesus in it but it's not too late I know they've been out there a long time I know it's been long a long time but just look and tell somebody it's not too late no, you're not Yeah, y'all, y'all musicians, y'all come with me. Say it. It's not too late. I know you stopped asking God about it. But say it with me. It's not too late. I declare he'll do it. You're not too old. You haven't gone too far. It's not too late. I don't care what the doctor said. It's not too late. I don't care what it looks like. It's not too late oh I wish I wish I could oh yeah Lord yes Lord Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hey, glory, glory. I'm going to let you go. I promise we're going to get out of here. I want to make sure that I remember this right. So you know I'm not telling you any falsehood. We stopped at verse 15. Yep, I got you. Yes, ma'am. We stopped at verse 15. (laughs) 
but check out what verse 16 says they were all filled with awe everybody I'm, I'm, I'm with you I'm with you they were all filled with awe and you know what the rest of 16 says they praise God everybody because a great prophet had been among them they they were all filled with awe I'm sorry ushers I know this is against the rules I know I know it's COVID I know it's COVID I just couldn't stay in one place I apologize because when you know that God has done it when you know that this is not the end when you know that this is not it when you know that this ain't all that, that what you see is not it sometimes you just gotta give it to it I'm sorry, Brother Coble, I know this ain't... It's not too late, praise. It's appropriate.
is there are some morning mothers some not just mothers just people mourning over what you have seen the situation you're in but I just came to encourage your heart that the situation is not hopeless because Jesus is there I came to tell you don't be mad at me when I say it it sounds insensitive but when you look at it after you see what Jesus said it, I came to tell you don't cry because I'm not speaking to you now I'm speaking to your what shall be let Miss Minister Stephanie come. It won't always be like this. God will perfect that which is concerning you. Sooner or later, it will work in your favor. He's turning it around for you. Come on, bless the Lord. Come on and bless the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Oh, bless his name. Let's do this real quick. We're going to pray for Pastor. Dear Father God, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the pastor you've given us to shepherd this flock, God. And Lord God, we thank you for the words you gave him today, Lord, to share with us, God. And Lord, we only ask, Lord God, that you allow us to retain the word, Father God. Touch him, Lord God, now. Give him double back what he put out this day, Lord God. Lord God, I pray for his family, our first lady. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got some good news for you now. If you had not yet accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you can come now. See, the Bible says, Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And that's what we're talking about today, your heart. Because if he's tugging on your heart, that means he's calling on you. Because he wants to be your Lord and Savior. Amen? So if you haven't made that choice yet, come and do so now. It'll be the best choice you've ever made. The second call is you've already accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you believe that God raised him to the dead, from the dead, but you believe that God has called you to the Mount Calvary Nation to be a part of this church, his church. If that's the case, you can come now. Will there be one? Will there be one? Amen. Amen.
Sister Kim will get some information from you. Come on, Mount Calvary. Let's welcome. Let's welcome. Will there be another? Don't let this opportunity pass you by. If he's tugging on your heart now, it's for a reason. You know, the Bible says that Jesus will come back. But it doesn't tell us the exact time, date, or day. So you don't want to put off accepting him because he could come back tomorrow. One thing we know for sure is that he's coming back. Amen. So does everybody know where they're going to be when he comes back? Let the church say amen. Praise unto God. Glory to his name. All the situations. But I am coming with some good situations he can put us in some good situations when we do our tithes and our offerings and that's where we at right now so I wanted to tell you about several ways we, we can give one of the ways that we can give to the place that we're being fed is to givelify. Now with givelify, uh, several people has asked, how do I do that? You just look it up on your app store, download it, then after you have downloaded it, it's gonna ask you for your information. Our bank account and all those good things that we do on a daily basis with bills and all those things. So you're going to download it, put in your information, and it will give you uh, instructions from there. All you have to do is put in the amount you want to give, your tithes, and also it has where you could place whatever amount your million dollars all the way to, to your nine million dollars it, it has spots for your tide it has spots for um, oh goodness uh, vision to victory it has your your spots if you want to give into the Sabbath school it, it just have everything that you want to give you even have a other just in case you want to put my name in there thought I I'm all about laughing and laughter okay that's that's one way we can give is give a five another way we can give is cash app and I'm explaining this because several people actually been asking how do I do this 
So we just want to give in detail and uh, allow you to explore your different avenues of how you want to give, okay? So there's um, Cash App, which is, here we go, the money sign, M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. And once again, you still have to download it. I mean, well, go into the Cash App um, symbol and then put in Mount Calvary and then you put the amount that you would like to give and then just follow the directions from there. And it really is that easy. Um, since we is, we are living in a world where we do everything electronically. But there are those of us that still like to handle money and handle checks. And the deacons will be in the back till 1230. Um, if you want to come by and drop off your giving, um, if you want, after you leave out, if you want to go back and drop it in the baskets. Okay? Everybody Okay. All righty then. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just still full. I, I am just wordless over that, that sermon. You have to go back and listen to that several times. Um, okay. So I believe this young man that's coming up now um, has, some, has some very important things to say. On behalf of the deacons and your daddy, <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Stephanie, Stephanie, okay. And ladies, before you leave, it's Mother's Day, okay. And we understand, you know, that um, there are a lot of mothers. What we want to do is to honor all the mothers that we can. So on your way out, after you're dismissed, uh, we have a rose that we would like to give to you in the back back there. All right. Happy Mother's Day, ladies. If we could um, all stand before we could be dismissed. And just a reminder, after um, the benediction, after the prayer, um, please um, sit back down and allow the ushers to usher you out. Okay? Let us pray. Father, we have heard your word from the heaven and we thank you Lord God Lord this is marinating in our hearts and I pray it just remain there stay there Lord God all the time when we have these awful situations that seem unbearable but we know that you're there you're comforting us. You're healing us. And we thank you. We thank you with grateful hearts 
We thank you. Now, Lord God, we have heard the word. Not only let it comfort us, Lord God, but when we see our sisters and our brothers in need, Lord God, let them know, Lord God, that they can experience the same thing that we have. Let us speak out of our mouths, Lord God, what a good God you are, a loving God, what your son Jesus has done, and what you, Lord God, has placed within us, which is peace. Your peace that passes all understanding. And they will hear Jesus whisper, don't cry. I have you, daughter. I have you, son. You belong to me. And no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. I love you with everlasting life. God, we thank you. Now to him that's going to keep us from falling. Be with us throughout the week. In Jesus' name, amen. We can I'm going to get Thank you for your continued generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live. Thank you for your continued generosity.